The sermon of jihad by Ali bin Abi Talib, may Allah be pleased with him, stands as a significant speech in Islamic history. It carries deep political, social and ideological weights and is renowned for its advocacy of jihad. In this sermon, the forthrightly guided caliph spoke about the importance of jihad in Islam, calling for engagement in it. He expressed concern of the reluctance of some companions to commit to this aspect of their faith highlighting the importance as aligned with the Qur'anic teachings about struggle and patience. The sermon also served to elucidate Islamic principles related to jihad, specifically forbidding harm to innocents, including women, children, and the elderly, and underlined the necessity of standing for truth against injustice. This speech was prompted by the actions of Mu'awi bin Abi Sufyan's army, may Allah be pleased with him, particularly the incursion into Anbar and the killing of a governor. Reacting with profound dismay, Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, went to Nukhaila, a military camp near Kufa, with the following people and delivered this sermon, which began with praises to Allah, he said. To proceed, Indeed, jihad is a door among the doors of paradise, opened by Allah for special allies. It is the garment of piety, the impenetrable armor of Allah, and a secure sanctuary. Whoever abandons it out of disinterest will be clothed by Allah in the garment of humiliation and the mantle of misfortune, belittled and demeaned. Their heart will be sealed and they will be deprived of the truth to neglecting jihad, marked for disgrace and denied victory. Verily, I have called you to fight these people by night and day, openly and secretly, and said to you, Attack them before they attack you. By Allah, no people are attacked in their own territory, but eventually humiliated. You hesitated, and were cowardly, and raids were launched against you. Lands were taken from you. Now the forces of the Rami tribe have reached Anbak, and Hassan bin Hassan al-Bakri has been killed. Your cavalry has been dried from its stations. It has reached me that a man among them will confront a Muslim woman or a woman under protection, snatching her anklets, heart pendants, necklace and bracelets, with her only defense being pleas and cries. They return unharmed. No man of them was insulted, nor blood spilled. If a Muslim were to die of grief after this, he would not be blamed, rather in my view, he will be worthy. How astonishing. By Allah, it kills the heart and brings worries to see these people united on their falsehood and you divided from your truth. Shame on you. You become a target, attacked but not attacking, defeated without fighting, disobeying Allah and being content with it. When I order you to march in the heat, you say, it's the burning heat of summer, wait for it to cool down. When I order you to march in winter, you say it's the biting cold of winter. Wait for it to warm up. All this is to avoid heat and cold. But by Allah, you are more fearful of this world. Oh, men in semblance, but not in reality, with the understanding of children and the minds of women. I wish I had never seen you nor known you. By Allah, it has only brought regret and disaster. May Allah fight you. You have filled my heart with puss and burdened my chest with anger. 
forced me to swallow bitter regrets and spilled my counsel with disobedience and betrayal. Quraysh Ali bin Abi Talib is brave but knows nothing of war. May their father perish. Is there anyone among them more experienced and steadfast in war than me? I entered before reaching 20 and now I have passed 60. There is no use in a commander who is not obeyed.